Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. It's Friday, which means we got another episode of Final Friday here today. And man, I got to apologize. If you're a longtime listener, I have really let the podcast fall by the wayside, which uh, realistically, I mean, we've missed maybe a week or two, but I'm used to my rhythm of our Monday interview episodes, maybe even a Wednesday episode, and then wrapping up the week with a Friday episode. All I can say is, well, apparently parenting is kind of hard and time consuming and exhausting. And uh, so it's about almost four o'clock on a Friday afternoon. I'm wanting to get this episode up. I have a lot I want to talk about, a lot that I've been thinking about. And it's always tough for this kind of episode because there's so much that I want to brain dump in terms of where you are, where you're going to find your biggest bang for your bang for your buck in terms of what's next for your business or your personal life or what have you. And so it's hard for me to figure out, okay, what do I really want to talk about today? But really, rather than just dumping all these things I've been thinking about, I want to share just some words of wisdom, just some small words of encouragement, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And it's something that I just got off of recording a podcast interview with uh, Rachel Druckenmiller. She is coming on the show. Well, she, she came on the show earlier today. She's got a massive following. Um, she was voted the number one health promotion professional in the country. Uh, she, her episodes going live in, I think June, maybe early July at the latest, but we were talking. And as I was finishing up talking with her, I was like, man, I really have to get on my final Friday show and talk about what's really top of mind for me from this episode. Cause really what her and I were talking about was this concept of identity. And it's something that you know, we talk a lot in uh, the entrepreneurship world about being a go-getter. You hear the book Think and Grow Rich mentioned a lot. You hear Rich Dad, Poor Dad mentioned a lot. And there's a lot that gets mentioned around mental game, even to the point where it becomes a bit of a cliche. And, and, and here's what I mean by that. There are coaches, digital marketers, online gurus, what have you, who have brands that are totally and completely full of fluff. They mean nothing. They're valueless, but they charge lots of money for whatever service they're trying to provide, like getting you more results or getting you more customers or helping you build an online platform or what have you. And what these people do, because their brands are typically built of fluff, what happens is when their product doesn't do what they say it will do, they will typically, and this is why I call it kind of uh, cliche or, or what have you, they'll flip it on you and they'll say, you just don't have what it takes. You don't have the mental game. You just don't believe in yourself enough. It's basically, it's your fault. It's not my fault. Um, yada, yada, yada. But even beyond like the toxic marketers you find online, it feels like whenever we talk about mindset, it really is always, it always ends up being this topic of optimism and growth mindset and challenging yourself and positivity. And these things are all important. These things are fine. I, I have no issue with these things and I'm definitely not trying to come across as um, anti-positivity or anti-optimism. But I do want to talk about something else related to mindset. And it's this concept of identity. And it's something that since I was a young kid, I've had mentors in my life who've talked to me about identity. And the way it was described to me when I was in high school was it was something like, which I didn't do sports at all. Um, and if I had, I would have been terrible at it. But I remember in high school, someone said, if you're going to be a 
star football player, which I wouldn't have, but if you're going to be a star football player and then you tear your ACL, who are you then? Where's your value found? What does that mean about you? And we find ourselves sort of trapped in this loop of chasing what we want our identity to be to the point of obsession. And you find this play out in a multitude of areas. You find it play out with leaders who they so badly want to be the superstar boss. They so badly want to be respected by the people who work for them that they even go to the extents of really strange, egotistical leadership practices. I see this, frankly, an enormous amount in the entrepreneurship and small business world where people cannot be honest with who they are and what they're struggling with. They're not honest with the problems they're having in their business. I mean, I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs are not making a single dime in their business. And yet when they talk to me or whenever they come on to one of my seminars I do or one of my online meetups I do, they don't say a word about their struggles. They don't say a word about the challenges that they're having. Instead, they talk about, instead of saying business is non-existent, they'll say that business is just a little slow right now or that they're in a rough, rough patch or things will pick up soon. And what I've noticed is, and it's not just social media that has done this to us, but man, we care a lot about how we're perceived by people. And we care a lot about how, what our identity is, um, what people think about us, what they care about us, what's the image that they get from us. It's kind of like the leader, for example, who so desperately wants to be the phenomenal boss that they can never own up to a mistake. Uh, it's the person who they can't go to their employees and get an honest evaluation from their employees. I remember I had a boss one time where all of us were, we were doing evaluations for one another, where we had to fill out evaluations for one another. So our peers, but then also we had to get evaluations from our bosses. And I remember the CEO didn't, everyone got the evaluation except the CEO. This person didn't do it for themselves. And it's not, wasn't because this person was super ego driven although that can't happen sometimes. I think it's because this person wasn't willing to really take the pain that comes with being honest and saying, hey, how, how am I doing? How does your perception of me match my perception of me and the identity that I've created for myself? You know, wherever you are in your business, wherever you are in your life, and I want to encourage you, it's, it's less about image forming and it's more about the impact that you can make on your neighbor and the people around you. And this isn't meant to be hokey or, you know, get out there and make a difference or, you know, buy a world, buy the world of Coke or any other like marketing cheesy one liners that can be said to get you feeling good about yourself. But I want to share a story and it's a faith based story. It's a story that a friend of mine so I was in Germany last May with my wife and we were talking to this girl and she was talking about, she's a physical therapist and she was talking about, she has a religious background. Her parents are very religious and she had always envisioned herself um, in terms of her image being on stage and delivering these awesome like sermons and messages and basically bringing people to the Christian faith. And she felt like that was God's calling on her life. 
Well, when she became a physical therapist, she obviously wasn't on stage and she fell into this depression of I'm useless. I'm meaningless because what I'm doing day to day is not the image. It's not the identity that I had created for myself. Well, that continued until she had a patient who basically told her, man, you really made a difference for me. You really made an impact on me. And that story stuck with me because sometimes, especially in my world, we get so caught up with listener numbers or viewership numbers or how successful we are in our company that we forget about the impact we can make on each and every person who, frankly, they're maybe mundane in our lives. I mean, they, they're people who we see every single day, but we never really think about um, the difference we can make for them. You know, it's, it's sort of like creating an identity that's based around the rat race of climbing the corporate ladder and how do I get ahead and what's next for me? And okay, I finally got the paycheck I want. So now what do I do? Am I, am I chasing the next paycheck now is, is the next phase of my identity now seeking that next title or position? You know, I'm a director now and am I trying, should I be going for VP now? And we, we never actually pause to think about what do I owe to the people around me? And what's the impact I can actually make on, frankly, just the ordinary people that I see every single day. And so my encouragement to you today is put a pause on the chasing of the identity and stop being so obsessive around who you want to be perceived as and the reputation that you want to build for yourself and Actually think about who is in your life that you can make a positive influence on. And I had my friend, Carrie Lingenfelter, who's one of the first people who came on the podcast. The way I'll never forget this line, because he said, you know, when you're walking down the street, smile at someone. And, and I started processing in my head, like how awkward that could come across to someone of like, you just smile at a random person. But it was almost like he knew what I was thinking. Cause he said, who cares what they think? Who cares if it's weird? He said, that smile could Literally, it, it could lift someone in a way that makes a, a huge difference on their day. You have no idea, you know? I, I think what's more meaningful than being obsessed around identity is instead thinking about legacy. What's the impact I'm going to leave in the short time I have here, which I hope it's a full life. I pray to God it's a full life, but it may not be. You know, it may be that my life is 35 years, you know, it could be 40 years, could be 45 years, but I hope that it's defined by everyday people that I noticed and that I hopefully made a positive influence on. That's what legacy is. You know, it's, it's not something you build at the end of your life. It's something that is summative of the actions you make every single day. So, Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit of encouragement on our Friday afternoon. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, man, I hope that you are staying positive, you're staying encouraged. Uh, maybe a little bit of good advice would be that we spend a little less time on social media, a little less time reading the news, and instead think about those people that you can make a sincere, genuine, positive impact on. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at it next week. See ya.